0: Hey, thank you for listening to Real Faith Radio presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are streamed. You can also visit PraiseChapelLasVegas.com and follow us on social media at pc Las Vegas to stay connected with PCLV. Thank you again for listening. Here comes today's message. One says, Amen. Come on, give the Lord some praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. You guys can go ahead and stand up for the remainder of the service. No. Hallelujah. You guys don't listen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. All right. Something happens when you leave. No. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, I'm glad you guys are here today. Amen. Uh, uh, today, I, I, I'm going to teach tonight. I want to teach you. And I'm going to have a lot of scriptures for you guys. Of course, it's on the Bible app. Uh, but there are things that you want to jot down, amen, to, uh, to teach us today. Amen. Uh, a, few, a few weeks ago, if you were here on a Sunday, amen, I ministered a message called, Holy Spirit, Come. I ministered that on, on Pentecost Sunday. I actually did a little series on the Holy Spirit, amen. And I want to ask you a question before we move on, amen. And, and uh, what comes to your mind When you hear Holy Spirit, what does Holy Spirit mean to you? Come on. Anyone can just name anything out. Peace, comfort. Huh? Peace, comfort. Peace and comfort. Amen. What else? Power. What else? Friend. Hallelujah. Guidance. Yes. What else? There's no wrong answer. Counselor. Praise the Lord. Other people are still trying to think, okay, they, they said what I was going to say. Amen. The Holy Spirit is a lot of things. Amen. And so I think it's important that we know who the Holy Spirit is. And tonight I want to minister a message. Do you know the Holy Spirit? Do you know the Holy Spirit? And I'm going to uh, teach, like I said, tonight, amen. I want to educate you on the Holy Spirit and what... Who he is and what he is to us. Amen. And what, what benefit, what benefit it is for us. A lot of you guys named a lot of things that are benefits to you. You know, a counselor is a benefit. A friend is a benefit. How many know that we need friends? He's a, he is the, he is the greatest friend that you can ever have. He is my best friend. Is the Holy Spirit is my best friend. And so all those things that you have named, those are benefits for us of who he is, of the character of the Holy Spirit. You know, here at PCLV, we believe in the Trinity. If you don't understand, the Trinity is, is three persons in one. God the Father, God the Son, and God the what? The Holy, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a person. Though he has no physical body, he is still a person. The Holy Spirit is part of the Godhead, which is part of the Trinity. The Holy Spirit works in all the earth. Somebody say all the earth. All so the Holy Spirit is everywhere at the same time. He's right here at this service right now. He's in, he's, he's, uh, over there with Regenerate right now. He's in, he's in the Huntington Park Church right now. Every Praise Chapel service is going on right now. Every, every church service is going on everywhere. Wherever they're at, at home, wherever the Holy Spirit is everywhere. Hebrews chapter nine fourteen shows that he is eternal because the Holy Spirit is eternal. He is omnipresent. Amen. That that, that means he is everywhere. And so Hebrews nine fourteen says this, and this shows that he's eternal. How much more then will the blood of Christ who is through the eternal spirit, offered himself unblemished to God, cleanses our, our conscience from the acts that lead to death so that we may serve the living God. That through his eternal spirit, so he is eternal. He's omnipresent in Psalms chapter 139, 7 through 10. It says this, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go to the heavens, you're there. If I make my bed in the depths, You're there. If I rise on the wings of dawn, and if I settle on the far east of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, and your right hand will hold me fast. How many know that you cannot hide from God? Whatever you do, He knows. Tell your neighbor, He knows. Come on, whatever you're doing, uh, anything secretly, you cannot hide from me. You can go into the darkest closet and he still knows what you're doing. Come on, somebody. He is omnipotent, which means he is all-powerful. Come on, Luke chapter 135 says this, The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, so that the Holy One born will be called the Son of God. The Holy Spirit is omniscient, which means he's all-knowing. In 1 uh, Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10 through 11, it says this. These are the things that God has revealed to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things. Somebody say all things. All things. Even the deep, the deep, I need some water. Even the deep. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thought except his own spirit within him? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Amen. So I want to look at the work of the Holy Spirit tonight. Amen. In the beginning, in the beginning of creation, how many know that the Holy Spirit was already there? Amen. The Holy, the Holy Spirit has always has been there. He's always has existed because God has always existed. And, and, and the Holy Spirit is God. The Holy Spirit is the. I mean, the, God's the, the the Father. God is the Son, and God is the Holy Spirit. Amen. The three are what one. Amen. Praise God. It says in First uh, uh, Genesis chapter two, uh, chapter one verse two. It says, "Now the earth was formless and empty. This is be this is before creation. Darkness was over the surface of the of the deep, and the Spirit of the God was hovering over." the waters. So we see that the Holy Spirit has always has existed. We see the work of the regeneration through the Holy Spirit. Titus chapter 3 verse 5 says this, he saved us not because of the righteous things we have done, but because of his mercy. Come on, he saved us through the washing of rebirth or reborn uh, or born again or regeneration. And the renewal by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is what regenerates a new spirit within us. You know, uh, Pastor Sunday's called regeneration. He named his church after that because of the rebirthing. Come on, anyone that has received Christ, amen, is reborn, right? We're born again, amen. We're born again Christians. Uh, there's something that is renewed in our spirits by the Holy Spirit. And we see the work of the resurrection through the holy spirit. First Peter chapter 1 verse 3 says this, praise be to God, the father of our lord Jesus Christ, in his great mercy he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Romans 8:11 says this, and if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, who raised Christ from the dead he will also give life to your mortal bodies because of the Spirit who lives in you. Amen? So the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dread, if it dwells in you, that same Spirit is going to raise us from the dead. Come on. When Jesus Christ comes back, amen, this is what's going to join us back together. The Holy Spirit is equal or the same as the Father and as the Son because as I said earlier, The three are one. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4 to 6 says this. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of all of them. There are different kinds of service, but the service is the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. Amen? The Father the son and the holy spirit are in union with one another 2 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 14 says may the grace of the lord jesus christ and the love of god and the fellowship of the holy spirit be with you all amen we need the holy spirit can somebody say amen, amen. come on God's involved, the Son's involved, the Holy Spirit's involved, and all three of them are in union with one another to be with us. Amen. And they're all the same. They're all God. Can somebody say amen? When we baptize, we baptize in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, the Holy Spirit, as I said earlier, was a person. We need to know that the Holy Spirit has a mind. Amen. In Romans chapter 8:27 we see that mind. It says it's he and oh it says and he speaking of the Holy Spirit who searches our hearts and knows the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with God's will. The Holy Spirit has a will. In first Corinthians chapter 12 verse 11 it says this, in all in I mean all these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and He distributes each one of them just as He determines. So the Holy Spirit decides, church, which gift each believer should have. Come on. You know, for me, I don't have the gift of healing. Amen. There are people that have that gift. I don't have that. Though I, that'd be a cool gift to have, right? But He gives it to those that, that, that He sees. There's gifts that he distributes because how many know that we need this, all kinds of different gifts in the body? Come on, if we were all healers and then, then there'd be missing gifts. So he hands out gifts according to, to his grace. Amen. What he gives out to us. So when you got a gift that the Holy Spirit gives you and you don't use it, then you rip off the body. So all of us have to do a part, right? All of us, you know, all of us are part of the body. Amen. The finger, the thumb, all that is part of the body. And whatever you are, you got to use the gift that God has given you. Amen. Amen. Because it benefits the body. And so we got to use the gifts that he gives us. Can somebody say amen? amen? The Holy Spirit has feelings. Did you know that? He has feelings. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 30 says this, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. So when we do things that are wrong, when we do things that are not good, you hurt the Holy Spirit. When we say things that we're not supposed to be saying, church, we hurt the the Holy Spirit. It grieves Him. Amen. The Holy Spirit reveals to you and I. Right? He's a revealer. Come on. That's why He says, You know, I'm not going to leave you as orphans, right? When, When Jesus descended back to heaven, amen, he said, I'm going to send you a comforter. I'm going to send you a friend. I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. And he's one going to do what? What is he going to do? He's going to reveal. He's going to teach. He will teach you. He will teach us. You. you read the word, he will give you revelation of the word of God. And so he's coming to teach you. He's coming to reveal the scriptures to us. Amen. He's coming to reveal the meanings of the scripture. He's there to quicken things within our spirit. You ever got things quickened in your spirit by the Holy Spirit? Come on, he speaks to you and says, don't do that. Or don't go there. You know what? You know, you need to stop. These are things that he does. He quickens our spirit. Amen. You ever sense that there's something bad about to happen? That's the Holy Spirit. He's quickening inside your spirit, showing you things, revealing some things, or trying to stop you from causing some hurt to your life. So He teaches us. He is a witness to us. He is a guide. Amen. He testifies for us. Amen. He intercedes for you and I. Come on. When we don't know what to pray for, guess who? The Holy Spirit knows what to pray for you. Come on. Hallelujah. He he knows. It says right here in Romans uh, chapter 8, 26. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. We don't know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes through uh, for us through wordless groans. Come on, come on. When you, it's, it's, it's when the the Holy Spirit, when the tongue just starts to fall upon you, Amen. He intercedes for you. I come on. There, there are times, Amen, that we just don't know what to pray for. Come on, can we be honest? Come on, we're going through seasons. We're going, man, we're, we're being frustrated, amen. And when we start to seek God, amen, and we are just come to him, he starts to intercede for us. He gives us the right words to say in the Spirit to the Father. The Holy Spirit speaks. He speaks. He speaks to each one of us, amen. He commands. The Holy Spirit commands. He reveals Christ to us, and he convicts us of our sin, righteousness, and and judgment come on there are some that say that since he doesn't have a body he can't really be a person but a person possesses intelligence feelings and a will it does not need a body demons possess all three of them and they don't have a body amen so the Holy Spirit is a person now symbols of the Holy Spirit the Bible symbolizes him as fire. Come on, somebody. Isaiah chapter 4, verse 4 says that he is the spirit of fire. He is symbolized as the wind. In Acts chapter 2, uh, verse 3 and 4, it says, They saw what seems to be tongues of fire that, that separated and came and rested on each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they began to speak in other tongues as a Spirit enabled them. They, the It says there in that same chapter that it was a violet, uh, mighty wind that blew inside that upper room, amen, where they were gathered, where they were praying. The, when the 120 were up there, amen, on the day of Pentecost, it was the wind that flew in there. It was it a was Holy Spirit that flew inside there. He symbolized as water. Hallelujah. Come on, He, he is the living water. First uh, John 4, 14 says, whoever drinks the water that I give them, Will never thirst again. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of living, a spring of water welling up to eternal life. So the water, he's, he's water. Amen. He symbolizes water that gives us, gives us a, a that we will never thirst. Amen. Uh, it springs up. Living water, amen, inside of us, eternal life. We are sealed by the Holy Spirit. When you got saved, he sealed you. He sealed you. A seal shows ownership. A man who, have, who has cattle will put a seal when they brand them to let everyone know that, you know what? This cow was mine. So they, it, it's Identification by cattle, amen. They're they're, they're branded, amen. In factories, they put seals and labels labels on their products so that the world will know who produces it, who makes that product, amen. God puts a seal on those uh, who belong to him, amen. It is a seal of the Holy Spirit. It's showing ownership. This is my daughter now. This is my son now. He's sealed. Devil, you cannot touch him. He's sealed by the By the Holy Spirit Ephesians chapter 1 13 says that you were also included in Christ when you heard the message of the truth and the gospel of your salvation when you believe you were marked in him with a seal the promise Holy Spirit see when we have been sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise you are no longer of your own come on somebody you were sealed. You were bought. Amen. Now you belong to someone. Amen. Now you are sealed by property. Your life no longer is yours. Amen. You no longer belong to the world. You've been set aside for God. Come on. Somebody say, I'm for God. Come on. Tell your other neighbor, I belong to God. Come on. Tell your other neighbor, see my seal? Come on. We've been sealed. We belong to, to, to the kingdom of God. We are now sons and daughters. We are now heirs in the kingdom of God. Amen. Now, come on. All this, we are sealed with a promise. He comes and he says, this is my son. This is my daughter. Like I said, you, this, this, this one belongs to me. You are now God's property. Come on. What does that mean? You cannot do what you want to do. Come on. Come on, we cannot do. If we're going to be God's children, we, we cannot just do what we want to do, church. Come on, you were bought with a price. You are to glorify God in your body and in your spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 and 20 says this, Do you not know that your bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You're not of your own, you were bought at a price. Other, other scriptures say that you were bought at a high price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. The bodies that you have do not belong to you. Once you become a child of God, you cannot do what you want to do. In Acts, you cannot do what you want to do to your bodies. You cannot do anything. Your body, your spirit, church, belongs to Him. You were bought with a price. He, he laid down his life for you. Come on, you're, you're, you're valuable. He paid a high price. He paid good money for you. Come on, you, you, you were not bought cheap. Come on, you were not, you were not some special at Kmart. Come on, you were, not, you were not a closeout special that nobody wanted. Come on, you were bought at a high price. He laid down his life for you. And so you don't belong to yourself. You're God's property now. Amen? Amen. Our seal is for our security. Our lives is protected in Christ Jesus when Jesus hides inside of us. He protects you and I from the enemy. See, this is what the seal is. and you become his property, he takes care of you. Come on, somebody. Come on, he takes care of you, he protects you, he protects you from the enemy when you truly give your life to God, uh, and you surrender your lives, and you do what he says, amen, and you, and you, oh, you, you, you honor your body, your, your life to God, amen, your bodies to God, amen. He comes, he says, you know what, I'm going to seal you, I'm going to protect you, amen, uh, protect you from anything that comes your way, nothing, nothing will harm you. That, that is a seal. That is a promise from God. Can somebody say amen? amen. A Colossians 3.3 3 says this, For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Amen? amen. So when you gave your life to Jesus, amen, you died. Come on, the flesh died, amen. And now your life, Christ comes, and he hides inside of you, and he protects you. The Holy Spirit is symbolized as oil. Oil expresses joy or gladness or or happiness. That is the oil, amen. That's why we have oil up here, amen. Come on. We pray for this oil and sometimes we anoint people with oil. This is the oil of the Holy Spirit. It brings forth uh, gladness. It brings forth healing, amen. There's so many things that, that the oil does, church. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 3 says, To all who mourn in Israel, all who mourn in general, he gives a crown of beauty for ashes, a, a joyful blessing instead of mourning, a festive spirit of praise instead of despair, it's, and their righteousness they shall be great oats that the Lord has planted for his own glory. Hallelujah. what god does for you and i come on you got sadness he gives you gladness come on you you got you got you got you got no 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 joy he gives you he gives you joy amen he gives you these things church he trades in all that's bad in your life and replaces it with good can somebody say amen now the most common symbol of the holy spirit is what the dove come on right we, we, we've seen that right from the beginning amen it's a dove everybody knows of the dove they can relate to the dove We have on our cards we got stickers of doves amen we got a dove right there amen and it, and it's and the, and the symbolic thing of that is what It's a, of the Holy Spirit it shows the fire there's fire there's the dove amen where the spirit of the Lord is there's what there's freedom amen and so a lot of people can recognize amen. The dove as the Holy Spirit. First John, or John 1 32 says this. Then John testified, I saw the Holy Spirit descending like a dove from heaven and resting upon him. Speaking of Jesus when he got baptized. Amen. The church that you and I belong to was formed by the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. On that day the Bible says that when they were on that upper a room. That mighty rushing wind filled that room and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and it gave power to the church. In the book of Acts, amen, chapter 2 it says that the Spirit came in the form of tongues of fire and it sat and rested on each of them that were in that room. The Spirit poured out so powerful that day that man stumbled under the impartation. They were accused of being drunk. Come on. You ever been drunk in the Holy Ghost? Come on, seriously drunk. I've I only been drunk once in the Holy Spirit. I felt the Holy Spirit. I, I, I've fallen out in the, in the Spirit of God. Amen. I've fallen out with just God just touching me. But there was one time that me and my wife got drunk in the Holy Spirit. And it was at the same time, which was cool. We were both drunk together. Not like how we were in the old days, we're drunk in the Holy Spirit. And it was, it was during a conference. It was so awesome. It was at a conference. You remember that, babe? We're, we're in the, uh, what was it, the Cerritos uh, College? I don't know. We were at some school, amen, and we had a big tent uh, conference, amen. And, and so the, uh, there was a guy, Al Fury, right? Was out there ministering, he goes, you know what? You guys are going to get filled with the Holy Spirit. And, and he said, I'm going to pray for every one of you guys. There was like 2,000 people that day. And so we were kind of the last ones to get prayed for. And so we ended up outside the tent. I mean, out in the football field. And he's praying for everybody there, and people are just going out. People were just, uh, it it was just an awesome time. And so I said, God, whatever you want to give me, I I want it. And so he came, and he didn't say much. He just laid his hand, because that's all he's doing. With 2,000 people, you don't have time just to talk to everybody. He's just touching people. And we fell out, and we were I could not even I could not drive they had to carry me to my car I'm serious I could not drive my wife kind of just got her got together a little bit and she was able to drive a little bit uh, we didn't get home that day but 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 <laughs> no but she I couldn't drive they had to carry by um, we're, we're on the football field and we are just rolling in the in the grass and we were just laughing we'd looked at each other and we were just laughing and laughing and and we wake up and we look up, and my, our Bible study was just like this, looking at us, <laughs> like, "What's wrong with them?" What, what I want, what they had, and, and they had. To, I'm serious. They had to carry me to the car because I could not walk. And it took, I think, uh, the next morning for me to get back to where I was. But that was the only time I ever got drunk in the Holy Spirit. You know, I mean, I wish there'd be more times, Amen. But I mean, that was that was it. God just wanted me to feel that for the time, and so. They were in that upper room, and they, they were accused of being drunk when the Holy Spirit fell upon them. But they weren't drinking, amen. They were just filled with what? The Holy Spirit, you know. You know, church, the Holy Spirit, you have to know him and understand who he is for your life. See, a lot of people struggle with their walk with God because they're not filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit was the first thing, listen, the first thing that he told his disciples, I'm going to give you. Because I know that I'm going to leave, I'm going to, he says, you know what, you're going to need some help. That's why he says, I'm not going to abandon you. I'm not not leaving you as orphans. I'm going to send you someone who's going to empower you, who can be everywhere, all over the world, at the same time. Helping every believer that's out there. See, Jesus couldn't do that when he was walking on the earth. It was our, to our benefit for him to go back. Because if he didn't go back, the Holy Spirit doesn't come. And so when the Holy Spirit came, now it's worldwide. He can be everywhere at the same time touching lives, just like what he's doing here. He's doing it in other churches everywhere around the world. In a, in a living room, in a car, in someone uh, testifying someone to someone at, a, at, a, at the job. The Holy Spirit's working it everywhere. And so when we go through struggles, what we're trying to do, church, listen, we're trying to do it in our own strength. When we do it in our own strength, guess what? We fail. Right? Come on. We're not relying on the Holy Spirit who's there to help us, who's, who's all this to us. He's the fire. He's the water. He's, he's, uh, he's the dove. He's the empower. He's, he's our friend. He's our guide. He's our counselor. He, he's all these things and things that you and I need in order to survive and yet we don't tap into him yet we don't we yet we don't ask him you know is this all right to do see sometimes we do things on our own because we think well it's my own it's my own life it's my own my own way my own i can do what i want to do no 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 you don't belong to yourself see when we think like that then we're, we're not thinking rightly we have to we have to understand that i belong to jesus you belong to jesus you would, buy with a, you would buy with a high price. So that means I'm not licensed to do anything I want to do. It's the truth. I can't just go out there and get drunk anymore. I belong to the Holy Spirit. I belong to God. I I can't just do this or watch this or or whatever. You can do whatever you want. You got free will, but when you're not allowing the Holy Spirit to be your teacher, your counselor and everything else, you know, you know, we need to go to him. Should I be doing this? Should I go here? Should I buy this? All this stuff. We we think we take it for granted and say, well, it's my own thing. It's my own money. I can do what I want to do. No, no, no. You belong to the Holy Spirit. So we got to ask him for certain things. We we got—he's our guide. He's the one that will teach us what we ought to do, church. I can't just do what I want to do, and I don't want—I can't just cuss out people. <laughs> Inside, I want to sometimes. Let me tell you, but I—I I, I don't belong to myself. I give—I gave my life to God. There is a seal of the Holy Spirit. I belong. I'm a son. Of the most high God. I'm an ambassador to the kingdom of God. I'm a representative to God's yes. kingdom. I yes. cannot do anything I want to do, church. you got to understand. And if you want to have victory, if you want to go over your struggles, if you want to have victory in your life, amen, then you got to allow the Holy Spirit to come in. Yes. Amen. And you have to understand that he's there to help you, not to hurt you. And when you allow him to come in, church, let me tell you, he becomes your best friend. He is my best friend. And there are things sometimes that I don't want to hear from him. But I need to hear it. Come on. See, a friend will tell you the truth. Amen? Amen? Come on. You know, let me tell you, a friend is not a friend that gives you what you want to hear. A friend that gives you what you need to hear. Come on. Those are the things that we have to understand that the Holy Spirit is there to help us. See, a lot of us don't allow him to come in because we think he's going to come and start controlling our lives. But he's not there to control there. He's trying to give you life. He's trying to save you from heartache. Come on, somebody. Come on, when you start doing your own things, he he, he says like this, he's he's a gentleman. And he says, you want to do that? You want to go there? Okay, I'm out of here. I, I can't participate in that. I can't, I can't hang out with you. If you're going to be doing those things, then you know what? The Holy Spirit leaves. He says, go ahead, you do your thing. Conviction is gone. Things are gone, amen. And when you've got no Holy Spirit, let me tell you, that's a dangerous place to be. Because you've got no guidance. You've got no counseling. You've got nothing to guide you. He has left you to do whatever you want to do. And that's when people get messed up, church. That's why when God comes back for His church, how many know He's coming soon? He's taking the Spirit with Him. Come on, there, there's, there's going to be a group of people that are going to come minister the Word of God. And you think you can get saved with no Holy Spirit? It's going to be hard, church. We need the Spirit of God in our lives. And so we got to understand the benefit that the Holy Spirit has us, that He is a person a friend that wants to help you. But you have to invite him. You have to invite him. We need to know the nature of the Holy Spirit as a person. We've got to understand that he is equal. He is God. He is God right here in the flesh. you got God the Father, God the Son who did his part and died for all mankind. Then you got the Spirit of God that he came to be the revelator to us, to be the counselor to to guide us through life. Amen. The Holy Spirit has a mind. He has a will. He has feelings. Amen. He's there to reveal all these things to us he empowers us but if we're going to stand in victory and we are claiming victory for 2020 and when god gave me this banner of victory church i did not know as i said before that we were going into a big battle come on this is probably our toughest battle church i don't know that i've been through i know there's been the church i mean we didn't expect that because victory like yeah woo victory i can't wait to conference we're, I mean, church was moving, church was flowing, and then boom, a battle came. And then people s- scattered. Come on, you'll see people back in church, they're scattered. They're scared. People got hit, people got rocked, people just got knocked down, amen, through all this, because they weren't relying on the Holy Spirit. And that's what the Lord was saying. You know what? I want you to get, I want you to come home. I want you to, I want you to, I want you to spend some time with me come on i'm gonna turn this this thing that's hitting the world i'm gonna turn this virus around i'm gonna turn all this stuff that's happening in our world because i need you to spend time with me even those even myself even those in ministry even those you know what i was flowing we're doing god things but god says i want to spend time i want to spend more time with you we're sent home to spend time we're sent home to sit at his feet we're we're sent home to be reminded of the Holy Spirit. He's the one that empowers us. And if we don't have a relationship, listen, church, with the one that came to help us, then you're going to have a hard time. But if you want victory in 2020, then you got to understand, church, that we're going to have to fight. This is going to be the toughest fight that you ever fought. This is tougher than trying to fight trying to get delivered from drugs. This is the toughest fight, church, right now, because this right now is for your life. The enemy is trying to take you out in 2020. The enemy wants to kill you. He wants to destroy you. He wants to bring division in home, marriages, children. He's out to do a mission. And his mission is going out. It's well-spoken. They understand the mission. And their purpose is to do this, to kill, steal and destroy they have a purpose they are purpose driven these demons, everyone that's out there to take you down church and the Holy Spirit saying I'm right here if you can just tag me I'll come in and I'll fight for you but you're going to have to fight, this is the toughest battle so we, we know that we have to fight but we have to know that also that the battle belongs to him come on So we need to know the holy spirit as well and knows what he does for us who he is and what he does when you start to tap into that church and you'll know who the holy spirit is let me tell you as i said before he's my best friend he is my best friend he is the one that i can run to every single time and he's always there for me he's there to comfort me he's there to rebuke me. He's there to counsel me. He's there to direct me. He's there to say, no, no, don't. Don't do that. You know, he's there to remind me who I belong to, who I am. He's, he's there to remind me that I was, I was bought with a price, that I'm sealed in the kingdom of God, that, that I, I, I can't just do what I want to do. He's there, church. But let me tell you, when you listen, when you allow him to be the influence in your life, then things go well. And when troubles hit, you'll make it through because he's there to guide you he says all right there's another storm just grab my hand son we'll walk through this we got through one we got through this we'll get through another come on he shows us shows up time and time right he takes us from from battle to battle but what from victory to victory glory to glory church it's only found in the holy spirit come on let's all stand up tonight hallelujah Thank you, G.